Hey guys, welcome to For The Kiddos episode 56. Pillar is back sponsoring the podcast in the lead up to Gold Coast Marathon. Great to have them on board again and looking forward to what's in store ahead for those racing Gold Coast. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm here with... Joel Tobin White. <laughs> that is your name. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic of pillar performance, uh, we thought we should sort of mention for those that are new to the show, uh, Pillar Performance is a sports micronutrition company and essentially they're creating products that intersect between pharmaceutical intervention and sports supplements. Easy way to describe it is Pillar will get you to the start line in your best condition. Your hydration and fueling brand take you through to the finish line. Uh, for those that are keen to try Pillar Performance and haven't before, we have a 15% discount code, which is FTK15. So yeah, thought we should mention that because obviously a f- bunch of uh, new listeners are coming on. We're always talking about Pillar. People yeah. may be going, well, what is Pillar? But it is kind of taken over the world. So I reckon a lot of people will know what it is as well. That's so. true. But also if you want to come try it, come down to the shakeout and there might be, apparently they were commenting that there's going to be some special... Yeah, things for people special, that come down. Special so. giveaways. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't even going to go, and then I saw that yeah. coming. Yeah. I thought, "Fuck, I better go." Um, but no, yeah, big news. Uh, we dropped that beautiful poster. That uh, yes, you're liking it. Yeah, you had a few comments, uh, compliments on it, and you're loving it. <laughs> um, yeah. So just uh, to remind everybody, Saturday the first of July, up in Gold Coast, we will be doing a shakeout run. Um, we'll be meeting at Paradox Roasters, which is at 10 Beach Road in Surface Paradise. Uh, and we'll be meeting at 9.45 a.m. So, yeah. Um, up we'll, and- Yeah, we'll keep posting the uh, the thing on our we'll story keep, a little yeah. bit just so yeah. everyone knows the details. Love to see as many people as possible out there. Yeah, we want to sh- we want to shut down surfers. Yeah, we, we want, want like, Pillar to run out of business because they've had to give away so much stuff. <laughs> they, have <to> close, <laughs> they have to close permanently because they've, like, they've just broken into Europe and America and they're like getting like helicopters to fly the stuff back. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, uh, also, I will be up at Gold Coast now. Yes. So I, I think I was a little, uh, were a little cheeky last week um, because I didn't want to, it felt weird us announcing the, the Gold Coast shakeout and then me saying, oh, I'm not going to be up there because I wasn't racing the half and I hadn't really told my athletes that I wasn't going up um, and yeah, things are up in the air a little bit. But as of last week, I am now pacing the front the front group in the marathon. So um, yeah, me and Andy Buchanan will be doing that. So it'll be cool. And this is a lot of good athletes. So it'll be uh, yeah. good to be a part of that race. Like. I for sure, run pretty fast. So yeah, exactly. Camera on me the whole time. It's like it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it'd be good. Uh, also, a bunch of stuff has dropped on Patreon. Um, the last Q and A session that came out over the weekend was all about gut health. Um, so Elise spoke with Steph Gaskell and Alan McCubbin, and their sports dietitian who sports dietitians who are interested in endurance sports um and so yeah that was an episode all about training your gut which with gold coast around the corner and sydney marathon not too far away and then melbourne marathon at the end of the year you know that's the sort of stuff that you should be yeah you should be really putting a focus on so if you're not a patron you know where to go www.patreon.com forward slash for the kudos <laughs> but these are the things we're trying to put on patreon kind of these valuable resources that you can use for your running and it's just we take the piss a little bit on this episode, on these uh, this show, but on yeah. Patreon, there's kind of yeah things that will definitely help you become a better runner, and and you can learn a lot from. We say uh, the main FTK show is more pure entertainment, and you don't learn as much. And then Patreon is where you go to like learn and be a yeah. better runner. Yeah. If you want to be like laughing and stuff on the show, you'll just listen to ours. But <laughs> um, and also, I I don't know if everyone listened to this one, but I recorded. Gold Coast Stories last week. Yeah. I filled in for Riley. You did. Um, so Big shoes l- lucky, lucky some Patreon uh, listeners got entertainment and to learn something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was fun. You seemed like you had a good time. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was quite good. Well, I love this. We were talking about this on the weekend as well because um, I went I went and listened to the episode and midway through you just hear like you hear someone yelling in the background and then Jen... <laughs> 
Jen's like, hang on, hang on. Sorry, guys. She like cuts the conversation. She's like, Ryan's trying to say something. And then Ryan <laughs> bursts into the room. <laughs> bursts into the room and goes, you lied to me, Brett. You fucking lied to me. And then you're going, what? What about? And he goes, you said, because Grego, um, it was his debut half in, in Launceston. And I don't think he had the performance that he probably would have liked. He was a bit down and... You speaking to him, you're like, mate, like my first half at Great North Run, I ran like 67 minutes. I got a stitch. So it's like you smashed me. Greg O's gone back and fact checked. Brett ran 68, yeah. 55. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, a, that's a minute 55 lie there. All right. But still, the funny thing is though, he could have been happy with that. 67, he'd still beat me by three minutes. Yeah, no. But he had to take me down even further. So I'm like, all right, now I'll bring out the excuses. I raced a 5K a few nights before. I was unfit, end of the season. Grego peaked for that race. <laughs> and he's still five minutes behind me. So, oh, no. Grego, Grego will go much better at, uh, at Gold Coast. I yeah. believe in you, Grego. Just please never interrupt Jen while she's yeah, talking on the Gold Coast. He doesn't guys. understand how these things work. <laughs> um, but, you know, everyone can relax. Riley was back in the hosting chair yesterday. We also recorded our second ever Ask Us Anything episode. Um, yeah, had a bunch of questions. I think we answered what was it, 18 questions. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good from us. Give yourself a tap on the back. <laughs> uh, and also while we're on the topic of Patreon um, – an episode that Elise had with Christian Swan at uh, Southern Cross University. Um, this was the Q&A around goal setting uh, and he's currently looking for runners to join a study on optimal performance um, that he's leading with the AIS and Athletics Australia. Uh, the study is funded by the AIS in partnership with Athletics Australia and seeks to understand optimal performance states from the perspectives of elite athletes, coaches and sports psychologists. Um, so this is obviously going to be a small pool of people, but we do have a lot of listeners. So hopefully there'll, there'll be a few. Um, but individuals who have represented Australia as an elite athlete, uh, a coach or a sports psychologist are invited to take part in the interview about their perspectives of optimal performance states. Um, so if you are interested in taking part in this study or you'd like any further information, you're welcome to contact Christian at christian.swan.com at scu.edu.au and that swan has two ends in it. There you go. Hopefully you get a few uh, yeah, a few listeners that, uh, yeah, or if you know someone, pass it on to them. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, if you've represented Australia and I was like, hey, I'll, because Elise <laughs> said, Elise said in the, in like the email going, hey guys, like if you wanted to read this out, um, it'd be really good. Christian would appreciate it and maybe you two boys would, would be uh, interested. It's like, uh, at least you have to have represented Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a big week in athletics. Some huge results from uh, Oslo Diamond League with Ollie Hall breaking the 1,500-meter Australian record and Jess Hull breaking the Australian mile record. And Lyndon Hall had a pretty good run as well. She ran under the record as well. She ran under the re- record yeah, as well. It's always hard so, when that happens. I know. Well, I guess she didn't run under the record because it got broken about half a second before she finished. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, far out. I was yeah, insane. And the fact um, Ollie's Ollie's uh, caption uh, after the race, obviously, just you know, phenomenal result. Yeah. He said, "I'll be buying the beers because he was the slowest of the three I in know. his training group." Yeah, they all broke record. Oh no. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, did. They Nugus all, broke. So maybe the Spanish. Some, nah, the Spanish. He didn't break. Yeah, mate. No, Katir. Because Katir is in front of him. But um. It's something funny goes on with the American record apparently because Bernard Legat has it, um, but he they have like some real weird criteria. So he ran for Kenya and then yeah. he changed to um, oh, yeah. thing. But he his time from for the American record he ran for Kenya three weeks later. But they have some weird thing where you can like backdate it. So oh. he was representing Kenya, but he has the American record. Yeah, that's it's weird. like yeah, I was reading this thing about it. It's just so stupid. So yeah, because you you obviously don't. For example, if you went and um, say you started c- competing for the Bahamas, it was the first country that just popped into my head. The Bahamas half marathon record and marathon record were not like you yeah, don't, I you don't, don't take bring, my you record don't bring over. the records yeah, over, yeah. do you? No. Nah. Imagine you did, but then it means that Australia loses them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's something weird, but I think he. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. He, I think he did break the American record from what it should be. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Ingebrigtsen three twenty seven. It was uh, I, it was fun. I'll explain this later. But I was running around the um, around the lake at five fifty in the morning, watching it on my phone. 
in a pitch black watching it. That's an Ed Goddard move. Yeah, around my phone for once. But uh, <laughs> and also Joseph Dang around one forty four, I think in Germany. Yeah, um, his fastest time since two thousand eighteen. Great to he see him. He is back. a huge talent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but just obviously, yeah, things happen. But uh, and he gets, I don't know, either stops training, or whatever. But like when he, when he's committed, he can do nearly anything. I think so. that's the danger of people that are that talented because they're a bit like, ah, oh, just do whatever I want. Yeah, so and he like, knows it comes easy. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like, oh, I'll just have like a year or two chilling. It's like, I'll get back to the one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Wish I was like that. <laughs> I know. Um, let's get into some training weeks. How have you been since the uh, half? Um, yeah, pretty shit to be honest. Yeah. Um, I... Started the week off with a 30-minute run on the Monday straight after the race. And it didn't How was the body? F- yeah, not, not too bad, to be honest. Um, it, was pretty, it was pretty chill. Um, we recorded the Monday. Yeah, we recorded after. I think you asked me how my body was then, so people can go back and listen. But <laughs> for those who missed last week's episode, my body was good. <laughs> um, yeah, just felt... To be honest, it was more like energy levels as opposed to like how my body felt physically. Um, Tuesday went out for an hour and that was, yeah, again, similar sort of situation. Um, I was going to do gym, but then I spoke to, I spoke to Richie Johnson who, you know, physio looks after my strength conditioning program and just asked him like what sort of, if you've still got doms from the race, is it good to do gym? Yeah, what did he say? He said, I'd give it two to three days. Like to make mm. sure, like you, you look, it's okay for a bit of an overlap, but in the same, I suppose it's the same thing. Like there's a reason I'm not training hard and at the yeah. tan on Tuesday. So why would I then go and like lift real hard mm. when obviously there's like a lot of muscle damage already there? Yeah, I suppose. I'd look, I don't know the actual science behind it, but it would be like you know, if you were to do a big heavy leg session on a Monday, you wouldn't then go and do it again on a Tuesday. Yeah, true. Yeah, I wonder with the gym we do though. Like, is it? Like yeah, Whoa, sorry. Speak for yourself. What's this we do? Mate? I've seen what you do. I'm in there, bloody lifting weights. They call me, when I walk in. They call me Ronnie. <laughs> like we're like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit. Uh, and then yeah, Wednesday I went to I went to do ninety minutes. Carlos wanted me to do ninety minutes, and I got like seventy seventy five or eighty minutes in, and I was just so cooked. And I was like, no, nah, I'm done. So I stopped that. Like it sounds like seventy nine minutes. Um, but I ran from Clifton Hill to Box Hill. Okay. Yeah, which is actually a really nice run. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have a lunch date with your mum, didn't you? Had a lunch date with mum. Yeah. So it was nice. Um, and then Thursday, I yes, yeah, so a Wednesday night went to the gym. Yeah. And felt yeah felt better just giving it that extra day. I think. Um, and yeah, it was a bit tired in the gym, but I think that's normal. And then Wednesday night started to feel like I feel like. Have you noticed how many people are sick in Melbourne at the moment? It's ridiculous. Like crazy. And, oh man, like I got a, this marathon group and uh, I feel like sickness hit a lot of them. Yeah. And it's similar time and like it was a lot of them gone into that big session that uh, Geordie spoke about yeah, on Goku Stories. But you do it three weeks before, don't you? Well, yeah. Usually. So well, they do kind of like two big yeah. um, sessions but have a fairly easy week. Um, but I know, yeah, a few of them like pulled up, like did the big session and then a few days later, it's like, oh, I'm not feeling too good. Mm. But luckily after that, they have like five days of jogging before another big session. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone is getting sick or... Yeah. It, so I had one of my, like, yeah, before I carry on, I had one of my athletes, Cody, he is up, um, lives in New South Wales and he had the big marathon workout that my you know other athletes had on uh saturday so i give them so i usually give my athletes like they'll do their marathon sessions on a friday and they'll long run sunday i've got some yep. people on like monday workout and then so they do the marathon session on thursday and they long run saturday yeah um but yeah for the what i do for the people that are on friday marathon workouts on a sunday long run i blend into a saturday big workout two weeks before yeah. Okay. So you have, it's like, usually it's a Sunday marathon race. So you do it on a Saturday. So I say it's like, you know, you get 15 days mm-hmm. um, and you sort of taper into it, do it, and then you recover out of it um, a little bit. And uh, yeah, Cody was sick and he was like, messaged me like five days before because he's, you know, though it's, do you find with like the big marathon workout, you start getting texts from athletes like five, six days out because they're looking and they yeah, see yeah. how big it is yeah. and they're like, Fuck. Uh, it's a, I feel like it's a hard thing. It's a dangerous session as well because people can definitely treat it like a race. Yes. And 
you, you like you do have to. It is a hard session, and you do want to like do it as a bit of a race practice. But you don't want to go to the well or like no. mentally fully do it like a race and then not be able to back up again two weeks later. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I get my athletes going to the well, but only in like the last, like they do like a 6K at the end. And it's like, you know, it's very different to if I said, okay, you've got like 25K at marathon pace yeah. in a row, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, yeah. Doing like one effort up and if you warmed up at the, um, this is a stupid analogy, but if you warmed <laughs> up around the tan tomorrow and you did one hill sprint up Anderson Street and you went max effort, couldn't you say that's still going to the well? Yeah. Yeah. That's all yeah. right. I guess so. Like, you can go to the well and fill up one bucket, or you can go in the well and take all the water out of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you still go into the well both times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yeah, anyway, Cody, like, we were supposed to do it on the, on, I think, yeah, was it Friday, Saturday, whatever. And then we pushed it back a day and then pushed it back another day because he's like sick. And I'm like, well, you can't push it too far. Yeah. It's getting closer to the marathon, but he did it Sunday, managed it. Um, but yeah, I, Wednesday night, um, just started feeling like that typical cold feeling. It's really, it's like, it's, it's interesting. Like you can feel totally fine and then runny nose starts, get a bit of a headache, you know, watery eyes. And it's like, oh, great. Here we go. Um, and you didn't mention it when I saw you on Thursday when you're like, Hey Brett, like trying to like slap me up and give me a hug and stuff. Or maybe it was Thursday night that I felt it then. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think we went Thursday, it. to be honest. Huh? I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it must have been Thursday night. Yeah, so Thursday morning I did a run. That's right. I did the run Thursday morning, then Thursday night started to feel it. That's what it was. Um, so, yeah, went any fucking handshake. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just felt like really shit. Like a, there's going to be a lot of Melbourne listeners um, that – uh, have been through something similar recently. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's like a, certainly not COVID. Like I felt like when I had COVID, I couldn't train. Or like when you're feverish, you, I, you can't train. But this was a thing where it's like I did. I felt like shitty, low energy, you know, definitely like a, a head cold where I didn't want to train. Mm. Um, so you just rug up and just go slow. That's sort of what I did on on the Friday. So yeah, Thursday night felt like that. Then yeah, Friday I had a threshold. Um, and just tried to sort of go through that and tick through through the motions, but just felt shit, was running slow. Um, yeah, just definitely just felt like I was zapped. I got one of my athletes is sick as well, and she is like messaging me. She's like, Oh, like I feel so bad. Like, I want to, like, she just hasn't really run the second half of last week because she just feels so bad. And I'm like, And then she's like, She feels bad about not doing or guilty. And I'm yeah. like, You can't fight. The cold, no, you just like have you're to. not going to win. And yeah. like she has a bit of a cough and stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. If you get back too early, you're going to end up having a cough for a month Yeah, and it's just going to affect you for a lot longer. So it's like, you just got to like cop it for a few days. Yeah. Take it very easy, maybe some light running, but there's not much you can do. Yeah, that's, ex- that's yeah, 100% definitely the case. Um, because yeah, Friday after I was like cooling down from the, the, like, the threshold, I just felt like pretty shit. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I should have done that. You know, and I wasn't running, I was running quite slow. Um, and then Saturday I had as my day off, um, and didn't cross train, didn't do anything and just rested. Also, it's funny. I've got the, my pillar, uh, performance immune C sitting in the, in the cabinet. And like, I know you had it, um, cause yes, you know, we were talking about it last week. Um, and you have it like more regularly as, you know, it's immunity, right? So it's to stay, whereas mm. I've had mine in the cupboard and I keep forgetting to have it. And so then once I started to get the cold, I was like looking at it, I was like, fuck, you better help me out now. Yeah. It's, I'm like, I'm sorry. Look, I should have had you <laughs> yeah, prevent yeah. it. Um, but I like was, you know, smashing that. And I reckon, yeah, so f- Thursday night, sick, Friday, had the cold and the threshold, felt like shit. Saturday, um, had a day off. And s- by Sunday morning, I was I would say almost 100%. Mm. So I was like for just like 48 hours. Um, so I'm th- I'm thanking Pillar for that one. Yeah, um, I feel like, like to all those people getting ready for Gold Coast and like kind of starting the taper, something happens with your body when yeah. you when you mentally go, all right, I'm starting the taper. It's like your body relaxes and go, all right, I'm not doing anything. I'm not fighting anything. Yeah. I'm like, and a lot of people get sick. So now's the time definitely to like make sure you're like, yeah, having like Pillar immunity eating well, like staying hydrated. You need to like still be doing all those things. Don't just fully relax. Like you still, there's 100%. still a lot of training to do in these last two weeks. Like you don't just stop training as well. So yeah, exactly. Um, you got to like be switched on. Um, and I feel like, it, I know I do this as well. Like everyone does, it's natural to do it, but uh, I might be like, oh, I'm just going to sleep in and just like go for a run out of bed because like 
uh, like it's an easy run and yeah. then you feel like shit in yeah. the run and then you like start getting worried yeah. that you're going to feel shit and it's like it's this, this like constant like cycle of... That's definitely true. Yeah, so keep switched on in these last two weeks as well. Yeah, it's almost like keep trying to have the, the same attitude that you had for the whole marathon block but the training is just less. Yeah, still exactly. do everything that you should and then be you, doing. Ho- like hopefully you're having better and better. And also another thing, get on the bit of a tapered... Um, Ran right now, but um, <laughs> don't expect to feel great as soon as you start um, oh, tapering yeah. off. Like, I know a lot of people, like, three days in, like, oh, I still feel kind of tired. It's like, yeah, because like you ran heaps last week, like, it doesn't yeah. just go out of your legs because you've told yourself you're tapering. Like, exactly. you want to be feeling good on, on race, race day, day. Yeah. yeah, and even then. To be honest, like the marathon, you want to be feeling good at twenty five k, yeah, like that, and that's what I've heard. Like people sometimes can just feel shit until, yeah. But then, oh, you know what? You can go as far as to say I've had athletes that have felt shit the entire marathon and run like fifteen minute PB. Yeah, it can happen. Like, don't let how you feel. Um, yeah, yeah, and so, sometimes you feel shit like in the warm up and be like, oh, I don't know about this, and you have your best ever. Have race. your best race, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny as you said, you said something before. You're like, um about the taper and it's like your body just like sort of switches off and it's like, imagine like doctors listening. You're just going, that is not what happens with your body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, this comes out onto Sp- <laughs> this comes out onto Spotify and we get that like health alert because yeah. we're, we're, we're preaching out complete bollocks. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to be a thing though. No, no, there, there would be. Uh, yeah. A few doctors if you're listening. I don't know if that's right. what actually happens, but it's a it's what it seems like a coincidence or something. Yeah. So yeah. So um. So Sunday morning, I um. Yeah, just rugged up, really warm, and I wanted to go to Yarra Flats. Um. And I thought, fuck, it's always better rather than driving out there and having to drive back. I was like, well, Chelsea's running. She wants to run like 50, 50 minutes, and so I'm like, well, if you leave after me. I will run from my house in Clifton Hill to Yarra Flats and then do the run and then yeah, mm. and finish. Um, and I sort of didn't like I was supposed to do two hours, um, but I just didn't. I didn't tell myself I have to get that two hours done. Um, I'll just see how I feel. So I like rugged up, had warm clothes on, and just ran really slow. And I was like, you know, if I get to ninety minutes and I'm feeling really sick, still I will just stop. Um, but I just got all the way to two hours, so it was fine. Um, That's my favorite run to do. Yeah, from someone actually asked me on Saturday, like, where's my favorite place to long run? And I said, <laughs> starting at my house yeah. and running to Yarra Flats yeah. and getting picked up. And how long does it take you to get to Yarra Flats? Uh, an hour? Oh, either I could do it in an hour, I could do it in like 45. Yeah. Depending on how from fast here, it's like 40 for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's such a, such a nice run. Um, I actually thought of doing it on Sunday. And even though I didn't know if anyone was going to be there, but I was like, should I just risk it and hopefully someone will be there? Yeah. Um, Imagine that. That I've, so I've thought about doing that before and like I've um, like who's someone no one time I said to <laughs> yeah well I don't know I like I knew I knew there'd be someone out there surely but I started at like 9.15 so if I run two hours finish it like a bit after 11 oh. it's a bit of a risky time what I know, would you actually do would you have your phone on you no no I'd have I'd just have to run home it'd be like two and a half hours oh I feel like if I ran through the streets I could make it a bit quicker but um yeah I know one time I was doing it and I had kind of said to you or someone, I'm like, yeah, I might see you out there. Oh, and then yeah. I was like running I and then I realized that. like I had kind of stuffed up the timing and I was like going to finish my run like 10 minutes after you would finish yours. So I was That's like getting right. real worried that like, That's right, that and I, I would have to run back. It'd be like nearly a three hour run. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I was thinking while I was in the, like I was at maybe an hour 45 and I felt pretty good. Um, like if I compare that to the two hours I did the week before uh, Launceston where I felt like absolute shit. Um, but I was sort of thinking, fuck, if I go to two, like when I'm if training for a marathon, I have to do two and a half. So I was thinking about like it'd be from my house running to Yarra Flats and then doing the hill loop and finishing at the car yeah. park. That'd probably be two and a half, I think. Yeah. It'd be not pretty nice two and a half. Mm. It'd be pretty cool coming over the hills. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to build it up to, in my head. And then um, when you do it, it feels easier. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't know my... Uh, I'm going to have a wild guess at my case. I'm going to say it was like 92, maybe 80. <laughs> I'm going to go 86. I like, I like how you went so... Um, like, didn't just go about 90. It was like 92. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the proper guess. <laughs> yeah. We've got a special guest entering the studio right now, Smacklemore. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to be real quiet and then when I said his name, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about your my training week? Yeah, 
Yeah, so I actually felt pretty fine from the race. Like, I don't know, it didn't really... I don't know. I feel like a 10K is a lot easier than a half marathon. But yeah. um, Felt a bit better after that race than Smack did after uh, Cruden Farm 12K. <laughs> <laughs> he's quick and leaving he, the studio. He's studi- leaving the studio. <laughs> leaving the studio fast. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just ran an hour uh, yeah, on Monday morning. I actually didn't run Monday night because I was watching the footy. Um, the Ds were playing. It was a close game. I would That was if, the Pies Ds. Yeah. 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 That was good. If, if, if we were getting beat, I might have gone for a second run, but... Yeah, I just what to be honest, I actually felt a little bit tired um like in the day. I just I don't know. I feel like obviously running that hard for ten K does take it out of you, so kinda of thought right, you know, it's a nice time to have a little rest. I always That's forget how he's I justified name. it, I guess. Um, little side note, because I feel like season five we just can go on as many tangents as we want. Yeah. Um what's the who's the guy that plays with the protective goggles from Collingwood? Uh, Mason. Mason Cox. Yeah. Um I see him laying into Petrarca. Petrarca. Yeah, and end, even yeah. like all the other like Collingwood guys like, all right, mate, stop. Yeah. <laughs> American. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Tuesday morning, went down to the tan to do K reps. And yeah, I just, so Dave was down there and I'm like, all right, I'll just run with Dave and I'll hopefully just get through the session all right. But yeah, I didn't feel great. Like breathing wise, felt fine, but my legs just felt like they were just going a million miles an hour to keep up. Yeah. So... Yeah, and Dave, knowing Dave, he would have been putting a put yeah, hammer down. Yeah, he smelt blood. Yeah, exactly, 100%. <laughs> um, that sounds like Dave. Yeah, so uh, I went like, actually, I was going a little bit slower than I thought on some of these. I haven't <laughs> oh, no. seen these. Um, oh, no. Yeah, 257, 255, 257 opener. Yeah. What did you open the, the week when you did like the fastest with Ed Mars? Was it 247? Uh, two- 249. Yeah, but, but the other week when I trained with you guys, we started like 301. Mate. Not me. I would mean me and me and Ed weren't there having a gone for it. So. I would have done three, three and one. That would have been me because I do lap warm up and then I do another K warm up. Uh, and then two fifty six, three minutes, three minutes, two fifty six, two fifty five. So Holy shit, mate! Dave wasn't smelling no, blood. Yeah, I I actually let Dave go. Yeah, Smack told me. And I um after so I ran those two three minutes and then I came back to um. The other group was like 20 seconds behind or something. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to take the extra 20 seconds and, and finish it off with them. Yeah, do like the, the um, like what Stewie used to do after the yeah, threshold. recovery. Where you know, after like thresholds where you're walking, you know, it's like um, when you like finish a rep and then you like walk off so people can't see how tired oh, you are. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I'm fine. And you're doing that. Like Dave's like, are we going? And you're like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just good. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Waiting, for, waiting for the boys. I, I might leave the other boys out for a few <laughs> rounds. Yeah, they, oh, they look like they're struggling. <laughs> and yeah, then Dave so, one runs off and then you're like. <gasps> <yeah>. <laughs> Stewie, when he finishes a, uh, like the end of a session, he just stops his watch but jogs for another 100 meters. Yeah, yeah, that's close. And, uh, and yeah, he's like pretending like he's just like, you know, just jogging it off. But you can see he's like chest, he's like cavity's gone <gasps> in and out I'm like so hard. He's like, yeah, no, easy one today, boys. And like he's purple in the face. <laughs> he's not fooling anyone. <laughs> easy one today, boys. He looks like off Willy Wonka when the girl got turned into a yeah. blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, ran seven k that night. Did you have um, Camacry on you? Last no, Tuesday? I didn't. I didn't. It was uh, just me. Yeah, by myself. Um, which yes, yeah, so that's probably why I didn't train as good. Yeah, you didn't have honest. a camera. Yeah. So that was I saw that day in the life video. That was for Pillar. Right? Yeah, no, it was pretty good. I saw um, the. I was looking at it yesterday. It actually got forty thousand views on YouTube or something. Actually, like that. It's blowing up. Yeah. Holy shit. I wonder if they've... Uh, How many times do you mention FTK in it? We go on FTK, Grant House, FTK, Grant House. Get us in the algorithm? To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, no, I actually watched honest. it. I don't think you... No, I don't think you said it once. Yeah. Which is fine. You must have cut it all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. That was good. Um, yeah, he ha- he was Borge, that's Jared, who... Yeah. Um, well, which is also a side note. Thanks to Borge for uh, doing our... FTK hot sauce. We didn't mention that. Yeah, something we should have talked about at the start. We should have yeah. talked. No, nah, we don't need to. It's <laughs> coming soon. Yeah, big yeah. things coming. Let's not talk <laughs> about it too much. Um, but so Borge was with you the entire day, right? Yeah. So he rocked up like pretty much as soon as I was getting out of bed, and until I was, I don't know, kind of just before bed at night. So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was cool. 
to have him there. But side note with uh, Pillar, obviously, you know, investing in that sort of thing with you, they're doing heaps of cool shit. Do you see they're working with Tin Man, Elite, and OAC now? I know, they're taking over. That's what I mean before, where they're going all around the world. I know. It's uh, pretty cool for an Australian brand to be making its way like in the global scene so quick. Um, we, I don't think we've had a brand from Australia do that before. So pretty cool that it started here. Um, I'm just sort of hoping that they, they don't get too big and forget about us. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. We're like, hey guys, like we remember our podcast? We, we would work together in the beginning. And they're like, who the fuck are those guys? Yeah, so actually go and watch that Email, video. move to junk. Yeah, go and watch that uh, YouTube video so it gets more views so they know that we're value yeah, 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 to yeah, them. 100%. But, <laughs> mate, Pillow though, is, um, it is making me obsessed with, obsessed with sleep. Yeah, I'm, uh, so I noticed that because you obviously with the with the whoop, you're still tracking your sleep scores and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. What was your recovery in the video? It's I like think eight. it was like yeah, a bit over eighty percent. But like a few this week, I had one that was like ninety four percent and eighty eight percent. But I don't know. It's like Are you having I, you have the magnesium every night, every night, yeah. every night. Yeah. yeah, I'm like getting yeah. I just I don't know. I'm like obsessed with like trying to get good sleep, uh, but it's not even like. I'm waking up and like I don't care about really the scores, but I'm like feel like I'm doing way more good things towards yeah. the end of my day yeah. to try to get like I'm watching when I have caffeine. Um, I'm doing this like breathing thing before sleep and having the magnesium before sleep. So yeah, I reckon like like if I was to as a as a coach, if one of my athletes was to ask me like what is the number one, if I could just pick one important thing to you know really focus on, I'd be saying sleep. It's like the yeah. Before yeah. before anything, because if you don't aren't sleeping well, you will either get sick or injured, yeah, or you'll exactly. just be training like shit. Um, yeah. And yeah, that definitely the P- pillar performance magnesium does help. Yeah, with definitely. my sleep. Um, so if you haven't tried it before, go to pillarperformance.shop and use code FTK fifteen mm. for fifteen percent off. I um got a little discount there for you. Yeah, so I was always using it pretty much right before I was going to bed, like five minutes before. Yeah. And Jared said use it an hour before. Yeah, well, of course. Like, makes sense. I when guess. you, yeah. yeah. If I don't think anything you have, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's keep kind of kicking in as you're as getting you, into bed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, kind of got off topic then. We're talking about my training here. <laughs> Let's yeah. get back anyway, to that. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> um, Wednesday. Wednesday. I went out to Yarra Flats, did the loop. Um, 21 and a half K. That's the hill loop, yeah? Yeah. But I take it, you know that swamp section where you can go all like the, the pond thing? Oh, yeah. Is, like you the, take it short. I take it the short both, both ways. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, 21 and a half, 86 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's like sort of like when you did the half at Maragami. You yeah, took, took the short, shortcut short both ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pulse run that night. I have, yeah, I've just been doing just the loop. I used to run like Park and Cremorne and... Um, and then do that. So it'd be like eight or nine K run. But I feel like sometimes like I end up running like 30 K on, on a Wednesday yeah. and then like go to threshold on a Thursday and my legs just feel cooked. But yeah. um, so I took the easy option and went to threshold on the Thursday and legs still feel cooked. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So we recorded on, we recorded the Ask Us Anything episode, uh, the Patreon special on Thursday. And yeah, you came in all sulking. I'm like, what's up? And you're like, I'm not threshold Fuck good. Off, I was. <laughs> you literally where you're like, I haven't been threshold good. I'm like, mate, it's okay. Come sit on Jolly's lap. We'll talk about it. But yeah. So we had what pace were you, mate? I think I was 308, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because, yeah, I just don't feel like good running at that effort. Like I feel like I could run hard. Well, you obviously can because what pace were you at Launceston? 249s or something, yeah. Um, but it is a big drop. Like I feel like I've been thresholding like 307s, 308s and then I held three-minute pace yeah. at Launceston for a half. Whereas, you know, from your, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how you go. But it's, it's always, every time I turn up to the lake, it's such shit weather. It's, such it's shit so windy. Like, it is so shit. Um, and that's where, so we used to train a Corford race course, yeah. which is a 2.3K loop or something. Yeah. Um, but so if you had a wind, yeah, you'd have it, but you'd have it for like a K or something. Yeah. Where the lake, you can, if you get it on that, the, uh, I guess the golf course side, yeah. you can have it for like, I don't know, nearly 3K, yeah, two definitely. and a half K. And it's just like, it's like 10 minutes 
nearly of just like pushing into the wind. So your heart rate kind of goes up and you don't it's recover your heart as well. Rate, yeah, yeah, your muscles feel weird because you're running differently. Yeah. And then you get to the end, you finally get the tailwind and then the wind goes, change it up. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got another headwind, get to the top, change it up again. I feel like that happens. Every, like Honestly. At each, like on the second lap, you're like, the fuck the wind's changed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, um, little uh, side story here. I'm not going to say uh, their name just because they might get angry at me. But asking you a question, and we know we know a couple of athletes have done this too. Big marathon session on Saturday. The weather was atrocious, all right? And they asked, like, they were just talk, talking to me about, like, hey, the weather's, like, looking pretty shit. Could we move it to Sunday? Um, and I said no. And my thought process was, like, obviously, it's effort-based. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the wind is just crazy, obviously, you can't be running the marathon pace. It's just it's in the same way that if you've got your goal pace um, at, you know, Gold Coast that you're trying to trying to um, do and it ends up being like monsoon weather, you can't hold that. Yeah. So simply you just can't, right? So I said, you know, it's, let's focus on, um, on effort levels. Uh, we're not going to move it, you know, because my thought process is that what if, if Gold Coast is really windy, just imagine it's just like real shit weather. It's like you are going to line up knowing you're, really prepared because the session you did was in way harder. Um, the other way you could do it is you could avoid it and you do it in um, with no with no wind on, on the Sunday. And then, you know, as I said, yeah. In terms of Goldie. You're yeah, and you're, under, it, and you're yeah. underprepared. And I feel like if you try, as you said, like you're thresholding in, into the wind, it's really hard. Um, and then you rock up to a race like Launceston, no, no wind. It's like you're just flying. And yeah. I think that's a much better position to be in. But now think, that I've loaded that question yeah, yeah. right up, what do you reckon? De- definitely. I think you just have to cop it because yeah. like, when does it stop as well? Like, yeah. like, yeah, you do that and then on the Tuesday it's rainy, so you then, oh, I'm going to change it. To that. And like, exactly. you just start having no um, yeah. set schedule and just be always going around weather. So 2028, you look out and you go, fuck cloud in the sky, better move session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't done a long run in 17 weeks because like, <laughs> it was over 20 degrees. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely easy to to think that and do that, but I don't know. I think it's just better to get it done. Yeah, and yeah, and it's just it, it it's hard because you do want to hit these times, but you do have to. If it's just windy, you just got to think. All right, it's effort. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with the marathon. And like, the Gold Coast. If if it's going to be windy, yeah, you're going to struggle. Man, I know the when the men ran the course record, um, which was 2018 or 19. Yeah. It was a windy day. Yeah. And like they ran fast because yeah, you, you have Tough headwind paces that day. Yeah, yeah, but you do have a headwind. But then you turn around, and you get a nice tailwind. Nice tail, so yeah. it is about effort. So yeah, you might go a bit slower into headwind, but you might go a bit faster into the t- with the tailwind. Yeah, so. definitely. And this athlete I'm talking about had a really good session. Yeah, trained trained really well. So yeah, confidence. There you go. Yeah. So that athlete's prepared for anything now. Exactly. It's so good, funny, good conditions and they're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message them and be like, why didn't you just say my name? I would have liked that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Thursday night I ran um, seven and a half K, I think with Geordie. Yeah. Um, and then I was sitting there watching um, TV and I get this phone call and it's, someone from SEN. It's like, oh, so you're right to come on at 6.40 in, in the morning oh. tomorrow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. And so <laughs> Sydney, is? <laughs> yeah, Sydney Marathon had like messaged me like a few weeks ago and like, oh, could you go on SEN for us? Um, well, no, someone actually messaged me said, oh, someone's going to contact you about going on SEN. And I was like, yeah, all right, no worries. And then, yeah, I get this phone call. Yeah, 6.40 in the morning. I'm like, this is about Sydney Marathon. I'm like, yep. And like, they were, I thought they were going to give me some things to talk about as well. And I just wasn't ready for it. But, <laughs> so I'm we're like, talking about preparing for like marathons in the wind and stuff. You were doing media preparation. Yeah. It's like you got to go into an. Inter- it's like thank God we're thank God you're here. Remember that show? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like going in, we got to improvise. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's full improvisation. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm like, all right, well, fuck, I'm getting up at six thirty now. And then I was like, oh, I kind of want to get up and watch the. Oslo Diamond League because yeah. I was thinking I I saw a thing about uh, Ingebrigtsen going for the world record so I'm like 
if he's doing it, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, and oh, that's right. And then so I'm like, all right, I'll get up. I looked, and that's at five fifty. I'm like, oh, Jack's racing at five oh five. I'm like, <laughs> keep and, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, before um, you know it, you're watching them like uh, rake the. You're like, oh, the raking of the long jump. It's yeah, at three yeah. in the morning. I'll watch that. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, Geordie's training at five forty five. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just like get up, watch Jack, go to the training warm up with them, do a bit of a run, do my phone call and then get on the bike and watch the end of the... Yeah. Um, and then my alarm went off at 5.01 and I was just like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? Have you noticed like whenever the alarm... Like you have all the grand plans the night before and when the alarm goes off in the morning, your brain just goes to like, all right, well, I can like not do that. I can not do that. Yeah. I can not do that. Unless the only time when your brain makes you rise real quick. Fishing. It would mean you're going <laughs> fishing with rod. And we're like, we're literally up at 3 a.m. Yeah. With the tackle box out. <laughs> um, but I like, when I'm getting up at those kind of times, I, it's like, it's very unusual for me. But my, like I start dreaming of the, missing the alarm. Yeah, I start yeah. dream. I started like I dreamt of the race. So I was like, when I woke up, I was like, do you know what? I don't even have to watch it. I watched it in my dream last night. Um, but yeah, anyway, I got up. I ran, I only ran 10K because it just ended up, I had to like stop for 15 minutes yeah. doing this call. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going to do the rest of my run, another 12 minutes. But, and then, yeah, got on the bike and, and rode around with the boys for the last like, um, probably like 40 minutes of their session. Good pack. Yeah, it was good. Like all working together. So that was like in the minute or minute off of their session. And then they did the 5K hard and then they yeah. kind of, they broke up a little bit for that but um yeah all of them had a, a good session but at the end it was just like a, a war scene like yeah. they were just like well because a few of the boys had been sick so like they ran 30k fairly hard and then they're all like coughing up a lung yeah. and like it's, um it's brutal but yeah be better for it on race day yeah definitely no it was it was all good a good good confidence you're coaching a lot them. of them right pretty much uh, well me and geordie yeah so me and geordie already coach them yeah and then uh, so we like kind of do it a bit together. So more, yeah. I do more of the marathon sessions and then Geordie um, kind of works out their Tuesday sessions and then he's there in person yeah. coaching him. Yeah, so. I wanted to send a couple of my athletes, but you guys are too slow, so. <laughs> 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 what are you saying? Oh, all right. I'm more hey, compa- I'm more, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me and you coach competitiveness. That's all. That I don't know. Running's an individual sport. Oh, it's like... <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was good. And then I, yeah, so Saturday morning went out to Waddle Park and did three laps with Ed Marks. Um, Tied you up, didn't he? Uh, we're together, but he was, uh, pushing it. Yeah. He's pretty he's good on the hills. He's very good, good at, on the hills. Yeah. yeah. He was good at, uh, Bendigo. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That, like as much as I could see about seven Ks in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he's uh good, like I reckon he could run a pretty good half marathon. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. He just seems to be like, just like have a great engine on him. So yeah, it'd be yeah interesting to see, but I don't, I don't think he wants to run one for a while. But Do you know what he's racing next? Like has he got uh, any- No, I don't think, like he's doing, I think state cross yep. and then national cross um, and then maybe a couple of road races later in the year. So yeah, I think he just said he just wants to try to run as fast as possible in a road race. So yeah. Um, there you go. But he ran pretty fast the other day. Yeah, too, I was going to say, I don't know if there's another chance. Yeah. When's Bernie? October. Okay. So that'll be, that'll be a good chance. But That's yeah. a fast one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and then I ran 29K. Um, I ran along the Darwin Creek Trail and then came back. I don't know what road it is. Like um, oh, straight came, down. Came back on one of the roads. Yeah. Oh, um, and like to you end up like Chandler Highway? Uh, end up like um, the top of Studley Park, kind of. Studley Park. Like, oh, yeah. You know the Sir, oh, Fairfield Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, oh, yeah. Not you know, High Street, Northcote. Nah, nah, you wouldn't have run down that. Um, well, I ran through Northcote and stuff. Yeah. Like, Do you know what's so funny, Brett? What? Do you know, you know how many countries we're listening to in the podcast? Yeah, I know. And here we are. Brett's zooming in on Strava right now to find the, this obscure well, it Melbourne road. Station Street. Yeah, yeah, Fairfield. Station Street. Station Street. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was kind of nice because that's like a slightly downhill. We just road. we just lost like uh, two hundred <laughs> yeah, international <no>. listeners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dropping off. Quick, come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt great on that run. Nice yeah. two hours, my first two hours in uh, I don't know since before London, I guess. So um, 
Yeah, you've said to me before, um, I know you said to me like I reckon a year ago when I was talking about two hours and because that was obviously a big thing for me to do two, two hours and you were like, I just do two hours all the time. Like it's just easy. And I'm like still waiting for, to do it. for two hours to be, no, no, no I'm mean, <laughs> waiting for two hours for me to like become like, like easy where it becomes like what 90 used to feel like. Yeah. It still hasn't happened. I've probably done 10 of them. How many 90 minutes have you done in the week? Yeah. Midweek, yeah. 90s. Um, I reckon one. Yeah, I reckon once you do more of them, 80. once yeah. you do more of them as well, then it becomes a bit easier. Okay. Are you, what are you going to do now? Yeah. So have, we, think, have we talked about this? You're going to three yeah, sessions? Yeah, I think I only talked about, I maybe talked about it last week. Yeah, so I'll be doing Tuesday with you and then Thursday threshold and then Waddle on Saturday. Yeah. And then two hours on Sunday. Um, I've got to speak to Colas. I don't know if I'm going to do 90 in between. Yeah. I think, I, honest, I think that's why I'm finding Thursday so hard. I, I was. I'm gonna have to probably just do the Wednesday, just like keep it chill. I gotta remember what Carl said, but yeah. I definitely get caught in this trap. Like I think I forgot what I used to train like when I do when I'm not doing marathon training, and yeah. I just kind of like like it's just like second nature for me just to run twice every day a little bit. Yeah, and um, so I kind of start running more and more k's, but I don't necessarily need to. Yeah. Right now. So, no. um, and I don't always need to run 30K on a Wednesday. No. Right now. So, maybe you. I need, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm thinking of just backing that off a little bit as well. And your threshold will be, yeah. get, you'll but, be fresher. Yeah. To be honest, I'm feeling so good running. Like, when I'm jogging, I feel like really good and fresh. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, my harder things I'm not feeling as, as, as good as in. Good. But, yeah. Um, uh, would you, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, Forgot my train of thought there. Mm. I was just going to ask you a question. Something to do with, yeah, not sure. Just keep talking. Yeah. So 150k <laughs> for the week. Is that yeah? 150. Yeah. yeah. Would you? I probably if I ran like I could have easily run a bit more if I ran on Monday afternoon and ran a bit more on Friday, which I probably should have. I only doubled a couple of times this week, three times I think. Yeah, 150. Oh, that's still good for a little little champion like yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, would would you gonna stay at two hours on Sundays? Uh, yeah, but I'm not that far off from Sutton Marathon training again because, mm. like, I think we're now. Thanks for saying that because I just remember what I was gonna say. No, you're welcome. It was about it was about um, marathon training when, like, the fact I was saying this to Smack. It's like I the thing that excites me about going to three sessions is that if I get my body used to three sessions a week and just like month after month of three sessions and then. You know, Collis goes. All right, you're doing this marathon. You're starting a marathon block. Then you go back to two sessions. Mm. Like, because there's, no, I know you and Jack once did a marathon block three sessions. There's just no way. I'll just be. There's just no way. I, my body will. Cope yeah, it. it's different. Like when you do a three session one, it's just like everything's a bit less. Like we'd go to Waddle Park and we'd run pretty slow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it is when you do then change to marathon. Like the is yeah a lot of running, but the intensity is a bit yeah. a bit less. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, but I feel like I'm starting marathon training like in three or four weeks. Yeah, wow. Because then we're getting three months out from marathons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of marathons coming up. Yeah. There's quite a few at the end of the year. There yeah. you go. Um, well, that's a wrap on your training week. You dragged that out as, fucking, as much as you could, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, now. <laughs> Do you know what I love? Whenever uh, we enter, whenever we enter, it goes quiet, and then you always go now. Yeah. I always <laughs> start. I always now. start this segment with now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent, we're back. <laughs> we're back with Tim Vincent. You um, go first because we nearly made what you've got as just the whole segment. Yeah. No, we're going to make it a whole show. No, we're going to make it a yeah. whole season. Yeah. <laughs> season five is just dedicated to this. <laughs> Um, no, this is an absolute ripper and I have to thank uh, Matt Ramsden for sending this and mm. with the accompanying jokes because <laughs> it's unreal. So Ollie Hoare has just broken the Australian 1500 meter record and a photographer has uh, captured all the emotion um, and he's you know giving his coach, Dathan Rittenhine, a big hug. And when I first saw it, I'm like looking for like the funny thing. I don't know why Rambo sent this to me. And I look up above and Jack Rayner is like standing up on like the barrier, like facing forward with his hand out, just reaching his hand onto, onto Ollie's head. And it's so funny because like, you know, he's just been, he's just like trying to, like he's just obviously said good job and he's just been captured at the wrong time. Yeah. But it looks like the kind of guy um, that, 
you know, is just trying to attach himself to new success. You know, it's like that. It's just like, oh, I want to be, I want to be involved. Get me in there. I want to get a bit of his sweat on my hand. Yeah, and, and, and Rambo said, I reckon Jack's trying to pull a, <laughs> pull a few of his hairs off and take it back to a lab so he can clone it <laughs> yeah. to be faster in 1500. <laughs> I thought that's so good. It's one of those photos where you're just like, I'm just laughing every time I see it. It just looks so funny. It's like, Jack, leave him alone. <laughs> so we were at dinner last night and uh, we were talking about this on laughing and I go, oh, at Ineos, I swear he did the same thing to Kipchoge. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to find the photo. I don't know if you noticed this. So I'm like, find the photo. I'm zooming in. And like, I see this arm with a few like tattoos on it. I'm like, oh, no. hang on a second. That's my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and so Actually, I've just gone quiet and put my phone down. I'm like trying I, to change the subject. <laughs> I noticed you. I did. I saw you. Yeah, you were talking about that. And then I just changed the subject. Okay. Yeah, have- I've been done. And my face is like so excited oh, too. No. I'm like reaching out, trying to get a touch of his sweat. On okay, me. we have to put, that's going to be a double uh, thing for Saskia to put up. Yeah. You have to put a photo. Well, uh, photo mine's, mine's worse. Is than it? Saskia, Saskia, I'm looking at you right now. You're going to have to. To zoom up on Brett's uh, <laughs> head and arm. Yeah, it's not good. But then my other one for this segment is uh, there was a high school race. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this now. Because <laughs> I woke up this morning and my Twitter was just like, it was just every second tweet was it. But uh, yeah, just mid-pack in this high school race, these two guys just start pushing each other. <laughs> and then the guy just gives him the hugest shove ever and he just goes flying onto the infield and... Bit of a yeah, argy bargy in there. <laughs> bit of argy. I love the commentator. What did you say? I don't know. It's like, oh, there's a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. The worst part about me just doing that is it's like probably not going to be that. And yeah. they just have heard what it is. And now there's me imitating it totally wrong. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, the, I feel like the last thing we should just say while we know that this video is going to be on is now the listeners can finally tell how close your hand gets to the back of my head <laughs> when we're recording. It's so close. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I believe that brings us to the end. Yeah. Um, hot sauce video. Yeah. Hot sauce coming out. Yeah. Very soon. <laughs> Stay tuned. Big things coming. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. it. Tastes yummy. Yeah. We have mentioned this before that all merch drops to Patreons first. They get uh, 72 hours early access. With a discount. With a good handy 20% discount. So... You know, it's our hope that uh, every single piece of merch never makes it to this. Yes, it is definitely our hope. It's definitely our hope. But, you know, it might be hard for uh, us to sell out of those 40,000 bottles of hot sauce that we all Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Get behind it though. Get behind it. Also, thanks again to Pillar Performance for supporting us on this show. Uh, Head to pillarperformance.shop and use code FTK15 for 15% off. Thanks, guys. See you later.